Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. this week. So just an FYI, I'm a, like partially on vacation this week up in Maine. So we did two new episodes for you. Of course, Monday was Candace Dillard Bassett's response to my Monique Samuels interview a week ago on Real Housewives. You definitely want to watch and listen to those. It's hugely popular. And today I have Lori Lowenberg, who is a dream expert based in science who interprets your dreams. And she says, if you want to truly get to know yourself, that the brain and dreams are all about telling you about your truest form of subconscious, what's really going on with you. It's crazy. You need to make an appointment with her. So she's coming up. Of course, the best way to support this show is to support our sponsors. Saucy.com. How about that? Free app, free website, and delivery of alcohol to your door in 30 minutes or less in major cities across the country. Want to find out if your major city is on their list? Well, you can go to saucy.com, download the free app, and use code HeyFrage for $10 off your first order. Are you in D.C.? Are you in New York City, Philadelphia, Chicago, L.A., and across the nation? We got you. Saucy, um, we'll check your ID. So heads up on that. If you order, they're going to make sure that you are 21. Sorry for all our underage listeners. And um, But they are great. They not only will bring in spirits for you, but they have all like the mixers as well. Spike seltzer. The list goes on and on. Wines. Nothing is worse than when you're rocking and rolling, having like the most badass party, and then you run out of alcohol because your friends are luscious and they drink you dry. Well, not with Saucy. Um, also, Rothy. Absolutely love Rothy's. Rothy's handbag and shoes 
to die for. Some of the most comfortable shoes on the planet. Get cozy this fall with comfortable, washable, and sustainable products from Rothy's. Have you heard about this company making stylish, sustainable, sustainable shoes and bags? Rothy's makes carefully crafted with eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. The newest Rothy styles include brand new bags, masks out the uh, and the return of their best-selling merino wool shoes made from a blend of their signature sustainable thread and their softest material ever. Rothy's come in ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. Rothy's are available in a range of styles, of course. Vogue, Vogue calls Rothy's a personal obsession, and Health Magazine says they're the most comfortable shoes on earth. Plus, Rothy's come with free shipping and free returns. Rothy's makes shoes and bags out of recycled plastic water bottles. We've been telling you about them for years because they've been a partner of ours for a long time, thanks to you guys. To date, they've transferred formed over 65 million bottles into beautiful products. All right, so now is the time to order perfect gift heading into Christmas for mom, for your sis, for your BFF. All you need to do is check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash phrase, which is F-R-A-S-E. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash phrase. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash phrase today. All right, here she is, dream expert. She's been on every major talk show across the country from Kelly and Ryan to Dr. Oz and so much more. Lori Lowenberg is a dream expert right now to tell you about your pandemic dreams, what it means when you dream of a celebrity. And in my case, what does it mean when you're just like constantly dreaming about like having like lesbian sex? Like, what does that mean? Anyway, Lori breaks it down. Welcome to the Sarah Fraser Show. You guys, we have a very special treat for you today. I think this is the first time we've ever had a dream expert or dream interpreter on. Lori Quinn Lowenberg. I said it right, right? You said it beautifully. Okay, perfect, perfect. You are a nationwide well-known dream expert. You've been on everybody's show from Dr. Oz to Kelly and Ryan, um, interpreting people's dreams. And I can't wait because I've been hearing so much from friends and relatives that they're dreaming so vividly through the pandemic. And I was like, well, we got to get an expert on to find out why. Yeah. Um, the pandemic has actually been pretty good for my career. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, bet. I bet. Everyone's like, Lori, what the hell is happening? But also people are dreaming more. They're remembering their dreams more. They're more vivid. Their dreams seem to be lasting longer. Yeah. than before. So here's why. Because of the pandemic, we're all quarantined and we can't leave our house to go to work. So we're not having to wake up at six in the morning, jump out of bed, get ready, go to work. We're able to stay in bed longer, typically wake up naturally. And so because of that, we're able to reach that last cycle of REM before we wake up for good. Now, throughout the night, we dream every 90 minutes. Every cycle of dreaming is longer than the previous. So your first dream of the night is like five minutes. The last one before you wake up, if you're able to wake up naturally, can be about 45 minutes long. That's the one people are remembering now. And okay, wow. that's why it feels so long because it is long. And it's very vivid because it's the last one you have before you wake up. Oh my, okay. Now, Lori, and then I want to, I want to go back and actually find out how you knew you had this talent and, and how you became a dream interpreter. But what happens, there are some nights, I am so tired, I swear I don't dream. 
Like, I, can you actually have a night where you don't dream or you're just so deep in sleep you just don't even recall? Right. You dream every single night, whether you remember it or not. It's a natural, necessary function of the brain. If you're sleeping, you must go through REM sleep, REM dream sleep. So there are nights, however, when you sleep so deeply, probably because the night before you didn't get good enough sleep or your day was just completely exhausting, that you don't reach the lighter stages as much as normal. So the deeper the sleep, the less likely you are to remember your dreams. Right. If, you have, if you're a light sleeper, you can remember your dreams more than someone who sleeps like a rock. Okay. Got it. Got it. So take us back. You've obviously been doing this work for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the pandemic has been amazing for you. Even, even, before, <laughs> even before that, you were being booked on huge shows. So, okay. Did you always have an interest in dreams? Was it, was it kind of like a psychic ability too, that you knew how to interpret what people, how did it come together as a career? Okay. So very good question. <laughs> and I've, always been interested in my dreams. I can remember my dreams since I was two years old. What? What were you yes. dreaming when you were, t- I, can't, I can't even recall. What? what okay. Were you so, so there's one of two dreams. I'm not sure which one was the first. Um, one of the dreams was I'm lying in my bed and I remember it had just become no longer a crib. So that's how young I was. And there were bugs that started coming out of my dresser drawers and out of my closets and out of the light fixture and just going all over the room. So that was very scary. And there's another one. And again, I don't know which one came first where I'm lying in my little bed and Willy Wonka crawls into my room and he's a giant. So he had to crawl through the doorway and then he's over me and he says, I just ate your whole, your whole family and now I'm going to eat you. I oh, know. Oh my God. <laughs> this is like at two years old, two or three. Somewhere around there. Oh my God, you must have been terrified. I was terrified, yes. But I've always been a very vivid dreamer. And it's probably because I'm also an artist. And and people, you know, who are artistic writers, everyone in the creative fields tend to remember their dreams more. Um, So anyway, I started drawing them when I was very little. And then when I got older, I began writing them down and keeping a dream journal. Had no idea what a really amazing thing I was doing for myself by keeping a dream journal. But it wasn't until after my grandfather died when I was 19 that I decided to study dreams because it was two weeks after his death. And I had a dream where we were walking through a museum arm in arm and I knew he had died. And so I asked him what it was like where he's at now. And he said, I can't tell you. All I can say is that it's secure. Wow. He gave me a hug, started walking up the staircase and I woke up and I could smell his old spice and it felt like he was just there. And that dream blew me away. And that made me think, something really powerful is happening when we dream. What is it? Did I just visit him? Did I just go to another realm? Was my subconscious just giving me some kind of comfort? So that's what propelled me to study dream psychology. So it's not a psychic gift. This is based in science and understanding subconscious thought. Okay. So what do our dreams reveal about? Like you said, you've kept a dream journal for years. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when somebody does that, what do dreams reveal about you? Okay. So keeping, go ahead. No, no, no. Just, or like, um, what do they reveal about you or are they warning signs or are, are they not meant to read that much into them? 
Never dismiss a dream as just a dream. Don't dismiss your dreams. Even if you're just dreaming, you're loading the dishwasher. There's a message there. Really? <laughs> your dreams, every, every little piece of your dream has something to say and is connected to something in your real life. And down to the color of the shirt someone's wearing, the plant in the corner if it stands out to you, what someone says to you, all the different people in the dreams. If someone's holding a blue cup, all these things are important to pay attention to because they are a piece of the puzzle of the big message your subconscious is giving you. Oh my God. Okay. But, but that worries me because what do we do with these scary dreams that we have? Right? Like we're, okay. For example, I, I consider this to be an absolute nightmare, okay. <laughs> but you might find it comical as well. Okay. Just the other night and Lori's so vivid. I mean, I can remember every detail. I will not name who the listener is, but, um, uh, but okay. My husband and I had a miscarriage, a molar pregnancy miscarriage last year. All right. That resulted in a hemorrhage and the mole grew back. And I had to have four rounds of methotrexate shots. It was this very wow. long, right. Very traumatic, yeah. very long process. Okay. <laughs> so we're trying again, right. I have a dream the other night that we couldn't have a baby together. So I had gone to a sperm bank and I had told my listeners I was going to do this. So one of my male listeners showed up there at the sperm bank and said, oh, I just want to take a photo with you, you know, um, you know, go celebrate or whatever. I get pregnant. I have a baby nine months later. And that listener comes back to my house with my husband, Schman, and says that the child is his and he wants visitation rights. Lori, I was shook. I mean, what the hmm. hell? What does that mean? I considered it a nightmare. Right. Very concerning, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, Lori, on all levels, honey. I'm like, right. And I was panicking in the dream like, holy fuck, I have this listener's kid and now I have to share custody with them for the rest of my life. What is that? What can you take from something like that? Okay. So the listener likely represents your show. Unless, is there anything particular about this listener that stands out to you? He's really annoying. Um, oh. <laughs> he's lovely, but very annoying. Like, and, in, and annoying in the way he's been on the scene for years and years and, mm -hmm. you know, asks a lot of me, you know, wants, always wants things or, you know, wants to come to appearances or wants okay. free this or, you know what I'm saying? And, and I've, I'm probably too nice that I have entertained that over the years. Um, so, you know, lovely, but I think he, ne he doesn't have good boundaries. I would Got say. it. Okay. That tells me all I need to know. Okay. So I believe and then you if this is your dream so when we're done you tell me if this fits okay i believe that he represents the show and all the things about the show that will be intrusive and and feel like there's no boundaries with the show once the baby comes along oh okay okay wow i because your show you your that. show is your baby Yes, totally. The baby that came first. Yes. But then once your real baby comes, the show's going to feel like an annoying fan that <laughs> wants too much of your time. <laughs> really? Yeah. So here's what you take from it. Okay, what do you your take? Your subconscious is preparing you for when that baby does come along, you're going to have to find a good balance and you're going to have to set boundaries for yourself. Okay. Because like you said, you're too giving. So who are you going to give more of you to, the baby or your show? 
Oh my god! And don't forget your husband. Don't leave him out. <laughs> I gotta take care of him too. Yes, because he—he's—he's he's actually your first baby. He is my first baby. That is. Oh my god! See now, now this is what because I want people. You know, you take on personal clients, so you all of too. us who have these dreams can we can write them down. We can keep our own dream journal and then yes. come to you. Because see, I never would have gotten that. I would have gotten that maybe. I don't know, fear of maybe not getting pregnant again, or so I, I would never have put all those strands together like you did. So yeah. that's really cool. People need to keep a journal and they can come see you and interpret dreams. Yeah, you can. I'm at lauriloenberg.com, but Laurie Lowenberg's hard to spell. So if you just Google dream expert, I'm the very first one. And, and that's where you can set up a phone call and we can go as deep as we need to, to get those powerful messages you're giving yourself through the dream. And what, okay, and so what's the science and the science behind it over the years of studying the brain and studying dreams? How does it then equate scientifically to your subconscious? Okay, so the study of dream analysis is that the scientific term is oneroscopy. And it's basically, in a nutshell, it is a comparative analysis between the imagery in your dream and the events and emotions of the previous day. So whatever goes on today, whatever you talk about, whatever happens, whatever's on your mind, whatever affects you, whatever you feel and think today is what you will dream about tonight. Okay. Well, your dreams will comment on it. So, you know, all day long we have this inner dialogue or is it inner monologue? We're talking to ourselves all day long, this sure. constant stream of thought. So when we go to sleep at night, that thought stream continues. And as we drift off to sleep, it's still happening. We're talking to ourselves. And then when we fall asleep and enter REM sleep, which is when we dream, that thought stream, it's always there. It's always happening. But now, since your brain is working differently, certain parts are turned off. Other parts are highly active, like the amygdala. You're still thinking, but now you're thinking in metaphors, symbols, and emotions. You're also thinking on a much, much deeper and insightful and focused level than when you're awake. Because think about it. Your eyes are closed. Oh, yeah. You've turned out the light. Hopefully, you turn off the TV. You've shut out the outside world. All those thoughts are going deeper and deeper into yourself as you fall asleep. So you don't have any distractions to keep you from focusing on what you need to focus on. And this is when the subconscious rises to the surface and says, okay, now I got you. We're going to focus on this that you keep ignoring all day. What? So you're really your mind and your body is trying to send you messages, like yes. you said, through your dreams. Yes. Um, your dreams are your thoughts, but your wiser, more intuitive, built-in answers and solutions for yourself. Everything you ever need for yourself, anything Sarah ever deals with and has to overcome and struggle with and learn, everything's already built right into you. So through your dreams, you're telling yourself what you need to do to deal with this, what you need to do to accomplish this, what you need to do to change this. It's all there in your dreams. It's all there. Oh my God, Lori, I'm blown. I had no idea it was that deep. It's, it's the most, your dreaming mind is the most powerful part of who you are. There's nothing more powerful about you than what you dream. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I, 
I mean, I can't wait to get into nightmares. And, you know, there are reoccurring dreams that so many of us have, whether it's being visited by a loved one. So I want to know what that can mean. People falling, teeth falling out. But I did, I specifically wanted to have you on because like I said at the start of this, people have been telling me, I've been hearing from many people, they're dreaming so much more through the pandemic. So, and and there's some specific ones that people keep dreaming, but I wanted to ask you why something like a pandemic, you you kind of had had said, we're sleeping longer without alarms. That's sort of why, right? Things are being brought to the surface. Yeah, we're staying in bed longer. When you jump out of bed, as soon as the alarm goes off, you're killing your ability to remember your dreams. The alarm clock is the biggest murderer of our dreams that there is. (laughs) Dreams! Okay, well, let's get to some of the big ones that I hear people are having. First of all, you say weird things happening to your hands is a yes. dream that is occurring for people during the pandemic. Yeah, okay. your, your hands don't work or they're melting or you know, there's some kind of focus on the hands. So, okay, the reason why is because since this pandemic hit, we're afraid to touch anything. Because it might kill someone or herself, you know? Oh my God, that's so good. Yeah, so so whatever is of the most concern in your waking life will typically appear in your dreams at night. Okay, so that's one. The hands thing is triggering us because we're so inundated with don't touch anybody, stay away from everybody. Yeah. So what do you do with that information? That one seems like, okay, we're mind dream recently seems like, okay, I need to start maybe thinking about my life in the next steps. Yes. With something like your hands in a pandemic, what do you do with that? Just, is that kind of a warning to maybe be more vigilant or relaxed? Yeah. So there's a lot of different purposes that dreams serve. The biggest one is problem solving. Another one uh, is like dress rehearsal. So when you're learning something new, you're learning a new skill, you will dream about it in some form or fashion to for one reason to consolidate it into your memory and the second one to improve upon it. So now that we have to be so careful of what we touch and how we use our hands and always keep them clean and wipe them down before you go into the store, when you come out, you know, hands are such a big focus. This sort of dream is like a dress rehearsal to, to remind yourself to be mindful of your hands and how you use them. Mm. Another one, so not being visited by a loved one, but I've heard a couple of people through the pandemic keep dreaming the death of a loved one. Um, I've also had this dream before, which I find to be very scary because I'm always like, is this a, is this a snapshot of the future? What, you know, what is this saying? Tell us what death of a loved one means in your dream. Right. So, so during the pandemic, yeah, it's, cigars sometimes just a cigar you may fear for the death of you know but typically when you dream of the death of someone you care about it's not a snapshot of the future don't worry dreams are about the right now not what is to come okay good so they're not foreshadowing no and also don't look at them literal dreams speak in a symbolic metaphoric language not literal if you look at it literally you're going to miss the message and you're also going to freak yourself out so that being said Death in a dream is about something changing or ending. Death is the end of life. To the dreaming mind, death is the end of life as you now know it. Mm. So, for example, one of the most common people we dream of dying that we love is our own child. Mm. And we wake up from those dreams. Just wait. You're going to get them. (laughs) (laughs) When you feel like your child, then you're going to get these. Oh, great. (laughs) 
<laughs> when when you dream of your child dying, it's because the child has changed. They've gone through some, they have maybe changed, a, a phase of life has ended. They're no longer an infant. They're now a toddler. Um, they've started walking. They've started going to school. They've learned to ride a bike. Now they're dating, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> all these different phases of life end. And so when we get that dream, it's the way our subconscious is mourning the loss of that phase of life. But also you got to look at it as, okay, so this is gone. Now I need to embrace, embrace what is to come. Mm. Oh God, I love that too. Okay. Um, one of the other ones I had read about that people are dreaming is that they're walking through mud. What would that, yeah. what would walking through mud during a pandemic symbolize or what could you take from that? During the pandemic, this dream is most likely caused by how freaking slow this thing is going. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's a good point. When is it going to end? <laughs> Yes. Okay. That makes total sense. It's it's just slugging along. It's like, it's like walking through mud, it, trying to get to the other side of this. It is like walking through mud. But typically this sort of dream is common. Like your, your legs feel like cement. It's just really hard to move your legs. Even before the pandemic, this was a common dream. Okay. Okay. So, so the length of time is important, the slowness of it. You may get this dream whenever you're feeling very impatient about something. You have a particular goal, something you want to reach, obtain, something you're looking forward to. It feels like it's taking a really long time. But also, it can mean that you're not making enough movement towards that goal. So ask yourself, what can I do differently to move this along? Mm, oh my God, that's so good. Um, one of the other things that I hear two people with the pandemic say, because of course, you know, we have all these rules. People um, have very vivid dreams of themselves breaking the rules, heading, going into a restaurant, ripping their mask off, you know, telling yeah. everyone to fuck off and they're going to sit down and eat. <laughs> like, what does what yeah. does it mean when you're breaking the rules or break? I, I've also um, had somebody say to me that they have a dream where they're in an airplane and everybody's wearing PPE and they take all their PPP off and people are freaking out because they're exposing them. So what does it mean when you're breaking the rules? Okay. So during this pandemic, and if you're doing shit like that in your dream, that's totally okay. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> because our another purpose that dreams serve is that they allow us, uh, they're like a pressure gauge. They allow us to release all this pressure we have during the day. So we're so restricted. Every single day we're restricted and we don't know when it's going to end. So through our dreams, we're able to express it and free ourselves. It's very healthy. Oh, okay. I love, love, love that. Lori, obviously you see a lot of clients. You've been seeing a lot through COVID and through the pandemic. So what are some specific dream themes that you've seen come up? I've, I've read about these or heard about the ones that I just asked you about, you know, through friends, but you're the expert. What have, what have clients come to you with during this time? Okay. So what I have found most interesting is the way the subconscious mind has given some sort of form to the virus. So I've had a lot of clients come to me with dreams where the virus is like a snake or like some kind of slithering creature. And it's, you know, it, it slowly creeps up on you and, and it's, it's obscured, it's in the grass, you know, and it, it's, it, it 
like one client I had, she was having a party in her dream, but there was this snake that kept slithering through the carpeting like it was grass. And so that was, you know, her fear that if she were to socialize this creeping poisonous thing that can bite you, you know, might happen. Mm-hmm. Um, a- another really common dream people have been having, well, there's two more that are super, super common yeah. that people have been having. Uh, one is bugs or bug infestations. And so this was kind of obvious because we refer to a sickness as a bug. Oh, there's a nasty bug going around. Oh, sure. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We don't want to catch it. Um, and, and if, if the virus, if you catch the virus, it invades your body. It's like a bug infestation. But there's another side to that dream in that we're all cooped up at home with our family and not having the ability to get out and go to work or go to the gym or these other things we used to do. And so every little thing starts to bug us. Like you are blinking too loud, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You are spreading your peanut butter wrong. You know, stupid things start to bug us. So we will dream of bugs to reflect that which is bugging us during the day. Oh, God. The third thing. Yes. Is fire, especially like your place of work catching on fire. So fire in a dream during the pandemic represents how the virus spreads because fire spreads. Mm. Also, fire is a urgency, you know, it's, it's something you need to get rid of urgently. And so there's a lot of urgency right now with people losing their income and losing their sanity. So if you're getting fire in a dream, ask yourself, what is this urgent situation right now that you need to find a way to put out? Oh my God. Okay. Wow. 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 These are just so good during the pandemic. Cause it's, uh-huh. I love taking these, like I, I didn't, I thought of it literally, but you know, when you begin to look at it more from your subconscious and his suggestions, then you kind of know where to go. Um, all right. Talk to me about this. And then we had some listeners submit their very specific dreams. We, we talk a lot about celebrities on the Sarah Fraser show normally. And, and I always get very excited when I dream that I'm hanging out with a celebrity. I, I take it literally like, yes, Lori, we are going to hang out. Like I am I'm right. moving to LA and this is happening. What does it mean when you keep dreaming of making out? And, and like you had just said that you had a dream the other night. Were you <laughs> sucking Justin Bieber's toes? <laughs> Lori, I love that so much. What does it mean when celebrities are in our dreams? Okay. Also, his toes were dirty. (laughs) Even better. Okay. So there's, there's one rule to figure out the celebrity in your dream. Okay. Okay. So, and if you've had a recent celebrity dream, we'll test the rule out on you. Okay. Okay. Okay, so to figure out the celebrity in your dream, whether it's a politician or a movie star or an athlete, you know, whoever the celebrity is, ask yourself, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of that celebrity? Is it a song? If so, then the message that is relevant to you is either in the title of the song or the lyrics. Is it a movie? Well, the message to you is there's something relevant in the movie title or the uh, synopsis of the movie. Uh, if it's a an athlete, what's relevant to you is probably what they do, or if they're known for something, like if there's someone who's always getting arrested, you know. Okay. So, 
Do you have a celebrity dream? Yes. Where we can put this to the this test. This is bananas. So the last celebrity dream I had, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt were in my dream. And I was very friendly with Leonardo. And I, I was, you know, getting, he was going to come on my show. And, and and um, you know, we were talking and we were all hanging out at a Hollywood party. And I, I was just like so good, such good friends with them. So... And then when you said, see, now I never put any of this together. The only thing I can think of is the last movie I saw with the two of them is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the film mm-hmm. that they were in yeah. together. Right. But I had no idea. What does that all mean? Okay. When did you have the dream? I'm going to say a month ago. That one was pretty vivid too. Um, okay. And I think at one point I was trying to get like Leonardo DiCaprio's attention. Maybe he wasn't really responding. And I, I kept trying to maybe go to his table. Be, and I was sort of like, well, we're really good friends. So I'm not sure why I'm not, you know, he's not talking to me. Um, but we were, yeah, that one was crazy. Like I was both hanging out with them. And, and I woke up and just thought, this is a fabulous sign, Lori. I'm definitely getting a huge talk show and it's all, it's all working out. <laughs> Okay, is that is that your goal is to get a, a yes. talk show? Yes, and I okay. am currently pitching a talk show to a major network who is like, we're interested, we're doing a budget. Ooh, how exciting, wow. But I, I have the mud dream because it's not happening as fast as I want it to. And, right. I and also go- that's probably why he was kind of ignoring you in the dream because you feel like you're not yet getting the attention from Hollywood you want. Okay. Uh, see, I never would have known that. All right. But start paying attention to your your dreams that have cameos from Hollywood stars because they will likely be commenting on this process that you're going through to get your own show. Okay. You might get some really great creative ideas from the dreams. You'll likely get inspiration. You'll likely get advice and direction. Oh, my God. I've got to keep a dream journal because I never yes, knew. Yes, you do. Anything you can it tonight. <laughs> so, okay, hypothetically, let's say um, let's say Britney Spears, because you, you said, like, you know, you kind of have to go if they're a comedian or they're a musician or they're a movie. Yes. So Britney Spears, a singer, comes to somebody in a dream. What could that yes. mean? Okay, so I actually worked with a client yesterday. No, not a client. It was actually a friend of mine who jumped at Britney Spears night before last. So I asked him, well, what first comes to mind when you think of her? Is it a song? He goes, well, what first comes to mind to me is her Vegas residency. So Las Vegas is what I think of when I think of Britney. And I was like, oh, okay. So working with that, I said, well, is there anything right now that, oh, and they were making out in the dream. (laughs) That's important too. What you're doing with the celebrity is also important. Okay. They were making out. So making out, kissing in a dream is usually about conversation because like kissing, it takes two mouths to get the thing done. So have you been having any conversations about something you would consider a gamble, something you're thinking about taking a chance on? Hence Vegas reference. And he was like, oh, yes, actually there is. So that's his reference to Brittany. But for someone else, oh let's God. use you as an example. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of her? 
That's a great question She's not like on my uh, Well you know what comes to mind I was telling you this There was just a story yesterday About how she Because of her mental health Has deteriorated so much She can't even sign a contract So now it's almost more like um, Empathy or wanting to help her Or wanting to know the real story Like what's really the truth Because you don't hear a lot from her and, you know, there's lots of rumors, right. you know, free Britney, that she's being held captive by the dad. Yeah. So yeah. when I think of her, I think of getting to the truth. Okay. So if you were to dream of her and that was your association to Britney, then I would ask you, well, is there something going on right now that you feel in the dark about? Is there something right now that you need to really uncover what's truly happening? Mm. Or is there a part of you that feels like you're being... You know, controlled and and not in charge of yourself the way Britney is. Okay, now what about a celebrity like Taylor Swift? Okay, who who appears to have it all together, uber successful, uh, speaking out politically. Her career's only getting better. Composed. What do you? What about when a Taylor Swift? What about when she visits you? Well, you do the same rule. What song or what about her first comes to mind? Is it that she suddenly come out politically or is it a song? You know, and how does that particular song, the lyrics, the the title, does that relate to you? Can you connect that to your life right now? Speaking of Taylor, she has a very interesting recurring dream. Would you like to know about it? Yes. <laughs> okay. yes. And I think it's very, very telling. She has a recurring dream that she is a- accused of murder. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Wait, and Lori, how do you know this? She talked about it on this uh, radio station in the UK. Okay. Okay. So she's got this recurring dream she keeps having where she's being accused of murder. And she's like, I didn't kill anyone. And, and But she's feeling guilt and she's getting this accusation, but she knows she didn't do it. Okay. So it's a recurring dream. What we can take from that is that it's connected to some kind of constant in her life, something that keeps happening. And every time it happens, she gets the dream. That's one of the reasons we get recurring dreams because it's connected to something that keeps happening. So she's accused of murder. Murder in a dream, like death, is about something ending, but as opposed to death being a natural death, a murder is a forced death. Okay. So it's connected to something, some kind of ending or change that she's being accused of forcing that ending or change. Now, I've not talked to Tai Tai, but to Tay Tay, but I think in my professional yeah, opinion, what do you think? This 
happens every time she breaks up with someone. Ah. And it, it, the murder is the forced death of the relationship. And she's accused of the murder because, well, the tabloids always blame her. She's too needy. What did she do this time? Totally. So she, and also in her own introspection, she probably does wonder, what did I do to make this relationship end? Oh, my God. What about a highly sexualized dream? Like Cardi B comes to mind, right? Okay. She just did WAP, <laughs> Megan uh-huh. the Stallion. You know, you've got these wet ass pussy, you know, amazing performers, right? What does it mean when you see somebody like a Cardi B um, singer, but also very out- outspoken sexually, uh, former stripper? What would something like that, what would, because that's like a whole different vibe than a Britney, than a Tay Tay. What do you think mm-hmm. with her vibe? There's a lot to Cardi, a lot to Cardi. Um, So actually with her, I would ask the dreamer, well, is there anything about her you identify with? You know, like her, are you very outspoken? You know, like her, (laughs) do you (laughs) enjoy being very, very sexual? Yes. Uh, What is it about her you identify with? So Mm. she would likely represent that aspect of your personality okay we talk do you watch any reality shows because we watch a lot i watch of- some which, watch which some. reality shows do you watch uh okay i used to watch real housewives of beverly hills okay so what would you what would it be and have any of the real housewives of beverly hills visited you in a dream um oh yeah lisa Lisa Renna or Lisa Vanderpump? Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump. I love her. Uh, (laughs) I want to be her when I grow up. (laughs) Okay. Lisa Vanderpump came to you in a dream. What did that mean? And what could it mean if you're visited by a housewife? Okay. So, and each housewife has their very own unique personality and their their very own unique story. So, again, you want to ask yourself, how do I identify with her? What? in her do I see in myself. Got it. And, and and so for Lisa, she is a diva and I am too. I don't pump my own gas, you know? Oh, I love it. <laughs> no, I do not do yard work. Lori Lowenberg <laughs> is not out here mowing a lawn, honey. I, no, I will not pull weeds. She ain't on a John Deere, okay? <laughs> I don't even scoop the cat box. No. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So when I dream of Lisa, I, I, she represents that part of me. So you also want to pay attention to any conversation you have with the celebrity in your dream, what they're doing, their state. Are they sick and dying? You know, are they aggressive? Are they threatening to you? Are they your best friend? You know, that all plays a role in the meaning as well. And when she visited you, did you all have a conversation or how, what was the vibe? Yeah. Well, we were like the best friends. So, and, and that's a common uh, element in celebrity dream. Dreams we have of celebrities. We'll dream we're hanging out with this person. We're like the, the greatest of friends. And, and that when that happens in your dream, it's because whatever you identify yourself in that celebrity, you like that part of yourself. Ah, okay. I love it. So for you, you love that part of yourself that's like, okay, this is how I love to live. I'm not mowing a lawn and I'm not scooping out a cat box. I like this about (laughs) me. This part of me I can hang out with all the time. You know, I've done Brandy Glanville's dreams. Oh, what did Brandy, what was she dreaming? 
So she has, um, and it's heartbreaking, actually. Um, she has this dream that she's driving her sons around wherever, and then all of a sudden they fall out of the car. Oh. Yeah, and, you know, she sees them rolling down the street. And so that's connect because, you know, she's had a very public Very divorce. public divorce. Oh, my God. Yeah. And her husband <laughs> and cheated on her. Basically, she found out through, you know, camera footage that mm-hmm. was leaked, you know, while he was on a set with Leanne Rimes. And obviously, the two of them went on to get married and seemed very happy. But And there was that whole thing where Leanne Rimes seemed to be putting it out there to put it in Brandy's face. Hey, I got your boys now. I'm their bonus mom. And yeah. it was just a real bitch about it. Yeah. And so it's kind of traumatizing. Brandy. And so she has this underlying concern that, you know, her boys are just going to leave her, Hmm. you know, for for different reasons and ways, not leave her just actually physically leaving her, but leave her emotionally like with this other family, their other (sighs) bonus mom, you know, and and handing them off all the time. She said it absolutely breaks her heart every time she has to hand them over. Oh my God, you can see that. Well, okay. And what, how do you that's a tough one. Then what do you do with that subconsciously or consciously? Okay. So, and it's a recurring dream. So again, it's a constant in her life. It's an ongoing issue. So what, and and this is another purpose dream serve. They will show us a certain aspect of our life that needs to be corrected. So she can't really change that. She has to give off her boys to Leanne rhymes but she can change the way she internalizes it, the way she reacts to it, her her mindset regarding it. And don't look at it like they're tumbling out of her control, but that you know, they're they're, they're just getting another aspect of their life that hopefully is beneficial to them. Yeah, right, right. It's yeah, you have some healing to do. That you're right. It's something yeah. coming up for you. Well, yeah. we'd ask listeners to submit some dreams and I'm really curious to see what you think um of theirs. So I wanted to pull up a couple um and hold on, stand by. Let me make sure I've got this. Okay. Lori, so we we asked listeners to submit dreams, and and here's what they came up with. So one woman writes, I'm always dreaming that my emotionally abusive ex is trying to get back together with me, and I cave. This goes way beyond the pandemic. I've been having this dream, kind of like what you talked about for recurring, for 15 years. Okay. You are not alone. Women who have been in abusive relationships, whether it was physical abuse or emotional abuse, abuse is abuse, it is a trauma. So there's two reasons you're getting this. You, it, it was a trauma, so it would be classified as a PTSD dream. Okay. Um, and when we go through trauma and we get PTSD dreams, it's like we're reliving the trauma. Okay. Oh. So that's one aspect of it. So it, have you gotten help in processing this and being able to move on from it. If not, do. Another reason you're getting this, and especially if you're getting back with the ex and it's pleasant and it's like you're in love and it's great, that's actually common, really common for women who've been through abusive relationships. They're back in the relationship, but it's wonderful this time. So if that's the case, that's a good sign that you have come to peace with that. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah, that you're okay with it now and, and that you're looking at it like, I, I went through it, 
I forgive myself for it. I forgive him as much as I can. And I learned from it and I'm at peace and I'm okay. Oh my God. That is so good. And you're right. That's a reoccurring for 15 years for a reason, whether there's unhealed yeah. stuff there. Um, how about this? This is kind of twofold. Uh, one says, well, first of all, mine's kind of uh, a one that you hear a lot about, but what does it mean? I've heard multiple meanings when your teeth are falling out. Also, mm. what does it mean when you have a sex dream about a coworker? So it's kind of twofold. Okay. They hear they've heard multiple reasons. So what is the reason your teeth fall out in dreams? Okay. So the teeth falling out dream is really... Sarah, have you had it? Yes. Yes. Multiple times. Okay. So, and I'm not surprised that you get it because teeth dreams or any dream involving the mouth, the, the, the tongue, the lips, the teeth, the throat, all of that area is going to represent communication. Ah. So when your teeth fall out, that's a good indication the previous day, you s- allowed something out of your mouth that should have stayed in there permanently like your teeth. So if you said something you regret, or if you're just a chatterbox and you are, you're always talking and not thinking about it first, you know, you're going to get the teeth dream. But there's also different variations of the teeth dream. The most common is where the teeth fall out. And Halle Berry gets that dream actually a lot. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, uh, another aspect of the dream is, and this is the one I get, where my teeth are like crumbling or breaking or they're like in shards. Yep. Like broken off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's the opposite end of the spectrum of the teeth falling out dream. That dream where your teeth are crumbling is weak speech. Something crumbles when it's weak. So you may get that dream when you feel like you didn't hold up your end of an argument, when you didn't get your point across, or maybe when you didn't even say something that you probably should have said. And so that's the the breakdown of communication. Oh God. It's so, and it it is, it's so um, multi-level, right? Like you were saying from the start of this, every dream has different meanings to different people. Yeah. What about sex with a coworker? Okay. Super common. Super Um, common. Off the bat, you know, is a cigar just a cigar? You're like, hot (laughs) for this. And if you are, you're, don't dip your pen in company ink. Keep it in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> or is it the creepy guy in the cubicle next to you that has BO, you know? So don't worry. It doesn't mean that there is an attraction, if it, especially if it's someone that you would never touch with a 10-foot pole. First of all, you have to keep in mind that sex dreams are rarely about sex. They're not about a physical union you want, but rather a psychological union you need. So if you think about the act of sex as two separate bodies coming together, joining together in a well-oiled machine. Um, So there's something about that coworker you need to unite, integrate into your own personality. Maybe that coworker is the one that always makes the most sales. They just have this great, you know, salesmanship that quality is what you would need to integrate into yourself. Or maybe you have to work together on a project. So it would be about the coming together of minds. So you know, there's a couple ways you can look at the sex stream. So ask yourself, is there something about him, her that I need to integrate into myself? Or do I need to connect to them with them on some level? Oh my God. Okay. Well, wait, wait. Now, am I gay? Cause I have a lot of same sex, um, dr- like dreams. Like I'm all, like, I'm having sex with a woman and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, what? And then, then when I wake up, I'm like, 
No, I feel I'm definitely straight. What does it mean <laughs> when you're having sex with like same sex attraction? Right. Or maybe you're having sex with an animal and you're like, this is so fucking wrong. Like, what are those mean? Right. Okay. Uh, so when you do get pregnant, you're going to have a lot of lesbian dreams. Oh, just... really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got to take a pregnancy <laughs> test after this show. Because maybe this is <laughs> really? Yeah. Also, and if you want to, we can talk about how your dreams can let you know symbols to look for. They'll let you know you're pregnant before you pee on a stick. Oh, get out, Lori. Yes, yes. Get yes. out. Yes. Okay, so back to the lesbian Okay, dreams. tell me the lesbian one. <laughs> then I want to know what the signs okay. are that you're pregnant in your dreams. Okay. Okay. So dreaming of being having sex with the same gender and you're not gay, um, is it's about what that gender represents. So unknown women in a dream typically represent what we attribute what we typically attribute to to a female, you know, sensitivity, nurturing, creativity, um, a good listener. Uh, so all those elements of what is typical of a female is what an unknown woman in a dream will represent. So if you're getting it on, you're having girl on girl action with that, then you may be doing undertaking a, a very creative project or maybe your intuition's been really on fire lately or maybe you've been a very nurturing and caring person lately. Oh my God, I so, love this. Okay. And so unknown men in a dream will represent what is typically attributed to the male gender, you know, being assertive, aggressive, standing up for yourself. Um, that also has to do with genitals. If you dream of genitals in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and what does that mean? Oh my God, if these you, are so good. Like gender bending dreams are common. Like you dream, you're a woman, you dream you have a penis. Okay. Okay. Okay, so if you're not, you know, if, if, if you don't identify, if born female and identify as male, that's different. Sure. If you um, dream you have a penis and you don't identify as a male, then that's that penis represents your male assertive energy. So you may have done something particularly assertive the day before. You maybe have went in there and demanded a promotion, you know, something like that. And, and that's you manned up. Yeah, you, you showed your balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. These are so good. The last lesbian dream I had, I was actually trying to have sex with Janet Jackson. And initially, but maybe this comes back to getting the attention of Hollywood. And at first, we were going to have sex. Then she, like, got busy. And I was, like, still trying to pursue her to have sex with her. And then we never had sex. And <laughs> I was like, why am I having sex or dreaming of having sex with Janet Jackson? What? I mean, that is just wild. What first comes to mind when you think of Janet? I mean, legend, like legendary, private, um, you know, Hollywood royalty, um, incredibly talented, um, you know, having a baby late in life, independent, all those, okay. those things. Okay. I have no idea what your age is, but do you feel that this is late in life for you to go for a baby? Um, well, you know what? I didn't until we went through this whole miscarriage thing. I'm 37. I'm 38, actually. Okay. And I, the, I never thought I was until now that I'm going through it, and I'm like geriatric the entire way. <laughs> You're like, right. I bet, I bet that's what Janet represented because she did have a, a child very late in life. Yeah. And she was elusive to you. Yeah. She accomplished having a child late in life, and that right now feels elusive to you because she was like avoiding you, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's that's probably what that is. Oh my God. All right. I want to end on, these are so good. Tell me, I want to end on a, a high note because I know a lot of women, probably 50% of the women that listen to our show either have children. The other 50 may not be sure if they're going to have kids or right. want to have a child. So what are some of the dream things that appear to people before you are even pregnant? Okay. We'll so end if, on a good note. Okay. If you're trying to get pregnant, these are the symbols you would start keeping a dream journal. Okay. okay because, I'm doing that. That's amazing. Yeah. So these are, are symbols you want to look out for that would indicate pregnancy before you, you even can, a, a stick can detect it, okay? Dreaming of your own mother, being a helpful character, because your mother represents motherhood. Mm. So if you're dreaming of your mom a lot and she's helpful, that's a good sign. Okay. No, of course, these, these aren't guaranteed, but this is what is typically common. Okay. okay. All right. Um, dreaming of vegetation vines, gardens, flowers, that represents fertility, being fruitful and multiplying. Wow. Um, dreaming of like tadpoles and tiny little creatures in water. Yes. That represents the, um, what do you call it before it attaches or once it attaches like it's like implantation. It's like the before it's even first, an embryo. Yes, you know. yes, the first little cell there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you want to you'll dream of vessels starting to fill with water because that's your uterus beginning to fill. <laughs> <laughs> you also dream of cute like cute little puppies and kittens and things like that. And in your dreams also what you dream about changes with each trimester, which is also something very, hopefully we'll be able to discuss that with you soon. Oh my God. Okay, Lori, this has been unbelievable. And I want you to promote everywhere on social media. People can follow okay. you. You are taking on new clients. I mean, yeah. I had no idea I was supposed to keep a dream journal. And then, because I love the subconscious, I feel the subconscious and your intuition give you, like you said, really all the tools and roadmaps you need to find life's purpose, to find the right people you need to be connected with, the people that need to exit your life. But yes. we, we are inundated with so many messages from other places that it's- No, you need to listen to your own messages. Only That's to your own. Only your own messages because you know deep down what is best for you and you are giving yourself those messages through your dreams. Oh, Lori, what's your website? Where can people make an appointment? Okay, so you can set up a phone call with me at lauriloenberg.com. Laurie Lowenberg is hard to spell, so just Google Dream Expert. I'm the first one that pops up. Set up a phone call with me there. You can follow me on social media. I have tons of social media. My Facebook is Laurie the Dream Expert, L-A-U-R-I, Laurie the Dream Expert. Um, on Twitter, I'm at the Dream Expert. And I've got two really cool Instagram pages. Oh, okay. One Okay, so one is my, in addition to being a, a professional dream analyst, I am also a pinup artist, which means I can paint you or the woman you love as a gorgeous pinup model. Oh my God. I'm actually booked out through January right now, but this would be a great Valentine's Day gift. So if you want to get on my list, so you can check out my pinup art at pinup underscore artist underscore Laurie Lowenberg. As soon as you type up pinup underscore, I'll pop up. Oh yeah, you're right there. Yes, I follow that page. Yes. 
Oh and then God. my other Instagram is super funny. It's WTF underscore did I just dream? <laughs> That's clear. I post really hilarious dreams that people have sent me summed up in one sentence and a funny picture that goes with it. And then I explain what the dream means. So that's WTF underscore did I just dream? Oh my God, it's a riot. The first one that came up for me, I dreamed Zac Efron and I had to stop a bunch of pirates from pillaging the villages along a river. What the fuck, Lori? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so good. There's another, my favorite yeah. one is, I dreamed that Danny DeVito was teaching me how to grow eyelashes on my teeth. What oh the my fuck? <laughs> oh my gosh, Lori, you have been amazing. Thank you for being so enlightening. We are definitely having you back on. I can't wait Thank to keep you. a journal for a couple months and then come to you and, re- you know, because I everything that you told me, it was I've been thinking the opposite the whole time. So it's it's amazing. We need you. Oh, well, I'm here for you. <laughs> All right, Lori Lowenberg, everybody. Thank you, Lori. Thank you and sweet dreams.